Hi, and welcome to Fashion Talks, the podcast about observing the world through the lens of fashion. I'm your host, Donna Bishop. Hi, thanks so much for spending some time with us here at Fashion Talks. We are going to be revisiting some archived episodes that just, you know, all the conversations are amazing, but we're going to be revisiting some that really touched us for one reason or another. And the first one is with Paul Mason. I love a good reinvention story. I think they are so inspiring. And Paul's story is certainly one to inspire. Uh, You might follow him and know him better as Fashion Santa. And how that came to be is an amazing, amazing story in and of itself. And since it's December, for those of you celebrating Christmas, here is a little seasonal fashion story from Fashion Talks. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. So this is very exciting. Like, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you for so many reasons, but let's get everyone kind of caught up. How did Fashion Santa come to be? What were you doing and how did you end up in 2014 with this with this new identity, per se? Well, I moved to New York. I, well, I was, I was actually modeling in, in Europe for a long time. I've been modeling since I was 24. And uh, I moved to New York in 1983, so I was about 30 years old, and took off. I mean, I did. I, it was just magical for me. Um, great career. Uh, and then in 2012, 2013, I learned of my mother's illness. Like, she was getting ill. Right. Um, sadly, I, I mean, I kind of thought I should go home, and so I moved back to Toronto in 2013. Um, unfortunately, she passed away, and... I, like I said before, I don't know, um, slept for six months. Grief does that, right? Yeah. Like you need to take time. time. Mm-hmm. And woke up with this big white beard. <laughs> <laughs> when you go wow. to fashiontalks.ca, you can see pictures of Paul. So you get a visual of what we're talking about. But yes, you have a very style and white beard. <laughs> so I woke up and, you know, mother had passed away. Didn't really have any gigs or any jobs. Um, the, diff- the The actual market in New York and Toronto are, are way different because of just sheer volume and numbers, right? And I take it you mean there's more work in New York than Absolutely. in Toronto, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I needed a gig and I, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to, I look like, like I woke up and I look like Santa Claus. I've had 30 years of fashion behind me. I, you know, I thought, oh God, I should just create this character. I mean, I'm kind of crazy that way anyway. That's cool, though. So how did so you had this idea and how did that translate to to gigs? Like, did you pitch companies or how did that work? I put something together. And and prior to that, I I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be uh, the ambassador to Toronto Men's Fashion Week. So I had the beard and the time the founder, Jeff Rustia, he was like, I have something for you. This is coming. No one's talking about it yet. It's a big secret. Then it launched and it was like overnight, it was like a big success for me. This is where it all came about, where I would be doing selfies with the people that were around me or, you know, fans, or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, how am I, how can I generate this? How can, how can I do something with this? How can I, with all this attention and, and the selfies? And so I put together a pitch. And was that just with you as a model? That wasn't like the Fashion Santa thing that yet. That's just like Paul, Santa, Santa, Paul, Paul Mason, ambassador for Tom's pictures. Okay. Exactly. So I put together this pitch where, you know, 
you know, it's holiday and, um, you know, maybe I can open the door at a department store and just say Merry Christmas as yeah. a skinny felt stylish <laughs> Santa. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> Give me something, people. I'm working. I'm trying to work it. <laughs> and then I incorporated the selfies where, you know, because people go to the mall or shopping centers to take pictures with Santa. Why couldn't they do that with me? But I would jazz it up a bit with like a red carpet moment or just make like just kind of make it um, an experience. Yeah. Make it a special moment for people. So I, I, I pitched it to four or five various retailers and uh, the one, one Yorktale went with it. And in 2014, we came up with the, the concept to, you know, put it into action and then it, it materialized and there it was. And I remember the photo, the first photo shoot. It's absolutely gorgeous. Who worked on that? With well, that you? was 2015. Oh, that was 2015. Okay, pardon me. So yeah. let's go back. So 2014. So 2014 it's just the... was kind of under the wire. I remember the mall did uh, win a marketing award for that alone. So 2015, we thought, hey, let's put this team together. There was uh, myself, Randy Smith, who's a stylist, and Chris Nichols, who, you know, is, dream team, is dream team, and. To our surprise, we didn't know what we were doing. I mean, we knew what we were doing, but we didn't know the impact we were going to have. Right. Once it was launched, uh, it was a series of events. And I can only say that it'll probably never happen again like this. Um, we launched, the photos came out. They're absolutely stunning. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, so we had, you know, what's this Fashion Santa? What is Fashion Santa? And so we had the uh, local news come out. You know, all the all the uh, channels and all um, came out to see me. And then uh, the national news picked it up. I was kind of curious. I remember a Saturday night, Saturday night being at home thinking, there's no way that's going to make the national news. <laughs> there's no way. But I kind of thought, you know, it should. Yeah. Didn't it make the national news? Well, didn't it make the national news and the international news? Right. And then BuzzFeed picked it up. And once BuzzFeed took it, we went viral. And what did that mean for you? Like, what is going viral? Like, what is something we hear about, right? What did, what was that like well, for you Well, you're sitting going at viral? home and all of a sudden you're getting postings from newspapers in Italy. Then it would hit Spain. Then it would hit Japan. Then it would hit Russia. Then it was like, what is going on? Like, this is, this is such a story. And were you doing interviews with so many of these outlets? Well, once it hit, this is, uh, that year Santa was really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I would... Um, I would be doing evening shows. So that would be uh, evening in, in Toronto at 11.30, but it was morning in Australia and New Zealand in that part of the world. So I would be doing that late. And then around 5.36 the following morning, I would be doing um, morning television in Toronto and the States. So by the time I would get to the studio, I, I'm going on three or four hours sleep in that time period. And then I had to do the eight hours at, at the mall. Santa doesn't sleep in December. Not this one. <laughs> no, no, he was tired. <laughs> and what what did they want to ask you about? Like, what kind of questions were all these outlets interested in? Like, was it just like, what is this? Some were some were really fun. Like, I remember doing a, a drive at home show or something at four o'clock when everyone was going home uh, in Ireland, and they were asking me really racy things. <laughs> <laughs> Like Santa stuff, you don't, Santa shouldn't even be answering. Right. Right. But, you know, they're just asking all kinds of questions about, you know, where the concept came, how did it start, you know, all that kind of stuff, where you want to go with it. And really just to, to drill it down, the concept came from kind of just your imagination and 
a look in the mirror in many ways. Well, that's really? 30, yeah, I think that's 30 years about in being in advertising and the fashion business and seeing, you know what, who doesn't kind of want to see, even if it was just the fashion audience, who doesn't want to see kind of a stylish, I don't know, skinny Santa or just svelte kind of looking Santa, you know, I didn't think it was going to take off like it did. I just thought it would be like a little fun thing. Well, and this touches on something that I find so interesting because you are taking an iconic image. Like we all have, we have kind of a universal idea of, of Santa Claus, you know, from decades and decades of, of North American, you know, marketing and specials and just mythology. And you're putting a spin on it. What have reactions been to you? You know, you're not messing with Santa, but you are, you're in, you're, you're adding to the you have to be, I think you have to be a little off <laughs> to, to actually take this on. Um, you're right. I'm not trying to replace Santa. I, this is a, you know, iconic figure in our, in our, you know, in the universe that uh, how dare you take anything like that on. I'm just adding to it. So I'm just putting my take on, on what's going on in, in the world. And I think, you know, my Santa or the Santa that I've created uh, is more of a guy that um, does better, does does better work. Maybe you know, uh, charity work. Maybe raises money for charities. Maybe makes people you know brings a bit of joy. But I think with the landscape of the way the world is, I mean, it's it's something I think people are looking for. And what what were some of the reactions? Like, are most people incredibly positive? Did you notice any geographical differences between if it was like someone in Canada talking to you versus someone in the U.S. versus someone in oh, yeah. Europe? Like, what was that like? Americans are brutal. Oh, really? <laughs> not brutal, but they're they're not an easy sell. Right. You know, don't forget the Coca Cola Santa's iconic, and you know the way they have had Santa. Um, throughout the years. It's not something that they're going to believe in overnight. It's remarkably unchanged, the, you know, North American representation of, of Santa Claus. Right, right. I, I, as I said, I'm not trying to change Santa Claus at all. I just think that it's another take. Um, if, it's, if it's a symbol to, to use to raise, like I said, uh, any type of charity work or any type of philanthropic work. And is that something you're doing? What, yeah. are, what are your, how, how did it, so let's, uh, to put it in the timeline, 2015 was, and now here we are in 2018. What are your plans for Fashion Santa? How are you evolving this persona? Well, this, this is a criteria that if I do any partnerships going forward, uh, it's a criteria that they have to meet. So if you want Fashion Santa at your event, there has to be a charity component with it. Amazing. So that that'll probably that will be part of my mission throughout how how far how long we go with this or how long it lasts. But that will be um, a component that's mandatory with me. And is this just a really great gig, or does it have sort of a deeper fabric for you somehow? Well, it, it, essentially, I have more control. Right. I mean, as a model, you still, you know, even if you're the most famous model in the world and, you know, after a few years, you still get rejection, you know, and who wants rejection, especially when you're older and you think you've earned all your, you know, your badges and then you, you've done your time, you don't <laughs> exactly. want rejection. So I think essentially this is, this is such 
a departure away from what I was doing slightly, but it's, I have more control and uh, it's fascinating. It's just, it's another world for me. You know, there's the element of design and what I'll be wearing and collaborating mm -hmm. with people. But there's also this new world that I knew nothing about uh, being a philanthropist. I knew, I knew nothing about it. It's such an education and the next level or the, the part two could be going into something like manufacturing or creating like a, a holiday brand. Yeah, I, I hear you taking it very seriously. Like you're not being flippant. Like, is there a certain weight or responsibility having Santa associated? Well, if, if I don't believe it, how am I going to make other people believe it? So I have to, I actually have to, like, I'm not giving up on this. I think it'll be until the day that someone says, oh, that, you know, no one's phoning. Yeah. No one's interested. All things come to their natural sure. conclusion sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So if that's the case, I mean, you can't beat a dead horse. But I, at the same time, um, right now I'm, I'm charged. I believe in it. And we'll see how it goes. And what are you doing right now? Are you doing campaigns or like how, how is it evolving professionally? Professionally, um, I've had the, the luxury of working with a top tier brand like the Ritz Carlton in DC. Fabulous. Uh, we did a couple of, of seasons where I would come in. It was launched their Christmas um, initiative with a charity angle, a component, and uh, two successful seasons. Now the Ritz is, uh, we've collaborated and partnered up on this Fashion Santa Ritz Carlton tour. Oh, so fun. I know it's a, it's a four city tour. Um, Washington, DC, um, what else? Uh, Miami, Toronto, and Boston. Uh, in DC, I'm doing um, an initiative with the National Children's Hospital. And in Boston, it's the Boys and Girls Club of Boston. And Toronto, of course, Sick Kids. Sick Kids, yeah. Uh, Miami's to be determined. I, we don't know yet. But it'll be some sort of children's of course, charity. Of yeah. course. Which is really ironic because I'm not really the, the children's Santa. That's true. Which is, you know, and all my all my initiatives or partnerships have been for children, which is kind of a, a funny thing. It, well, and I think it actually keeps the 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 it, it's a nice continuum of Santa, right? Because it keeps you connected to our traditional story of Santa, right? Like it doesn't completely separate you from that. And I think it's just I think there's something so magical uh, at the risk of sounding like a totally, you know, sentimental Christmas fool. Um, I think there's something really cool about there being a way for once you have graduated from the childhood idea of Santa, that there is a place to kind of channel some of that nostalgia or memory or magic or, or however you want to call it. Because, I mean, you've talked, you've had... How many selfies taken as oh, Fashion I did, Santa? I think when we, when, when we went viral, I did uh, 11 days a day. So 88 hours of selfies. Wow. 88. I, I, did you have could... to prop your arm up <laughs> no, after a while? <laughs> no, no. See, that's, that's the thing. I would have done it for 100 hours. I would have done it for 200 hours. Because um, you're just so proud. And, and it also makes me think of my mother and her legacy. And it just gives you enough to drive you, like, can completely uh, keep going. What would people talk to you about when they came to get their selfie with Fashion Santa? The biggest Santa? thing they would say is, I haven't had my photo with Santa in 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> there was a woman that came out there like 50 years. And uh, this is like, and they would get giddy. They would they'd be really, really giddy. And, and maybe thinking this is foolish, but I'm really having fun with it. Well, it sort of speaks to how, and maybe this is a testament to, you know, 
maturing or society. And there's all kinds of talk about how, you know, as adults, we don't play enough. Like it's almost permission for people to have that sense of of play and silliness and and joyfulness that we don't always honor as we age out of childhood. Right. And as I said, those five minutes or whatever it takes to take a selfie um, of just um, silliness and laughing and smiles. And you get some stories and you get some thank yous and you learn about people. I did a lot of, I did my own research, you know, through 88 hours, you learn a lot about people. Yeah. And it wasn't, which I found fascinating, it wasn't all the fashionistas that showed up, which I thought was very interesting. It was just the people that just wanted to engage. That's really interesting. I mean, I think, look, it makes me wonder what it says about society that Fashion Santa is so embraced. And I mean that in a really, in a really positive way. Like you're seeing such a slice of humanity. Do, you know, not to put like too much kind of weight and responsibility on you, but have you, have you, does it ever cross your mind? Like what, what made this time well, right after time? seeing how far, re how the reach was with the, with the, with the character when I went viral and, and being in so many um, countries as it being featured, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, this is really, really interesting of how far it can go, how far I can push it, how far uh, the message could be taken. I wonder too, if it's because it's fashion Santa, like the notion that it's, it's part of the fashion industry where that has for, for many, for many people, even those of us in the industry, it has, you know, kind of glamour and sparkle and, you know, fashion is embraced for many reasons. Like, I wonder if that's part of the, the magic. It's not like your urban Santa or uh, city Santa. It, it has a, a softer kind of magical connotation. And certainly visually you get to play with fashion Santa in some very cool ways. Oh yeah. I think, I mean, if you, if you take it across the board, I mean, you could probably rebrand the word to hit more marks with it on say an advertising level, mm -hmm. you know, maybe, you know, the style Santa or something like that. Right. But fashion is my background. And as fashion Santa will be always there, it could change into something else uh, entirely. I mean, it could be, you know, another brand within a brand or something like that, if that's the way it goes. But uh, as far as the fashion element, I, it's, it's what I know. And that's why probably what I stuck with it. And it's a funny thing. I think people like saying it. It's true. It kind of rolls off your tongue in a really like, like you can't help but feel good somehow. And I don't mean to get all, you know, kind of, you know, like I said, sort of sentimental about it. But I think the fact that you also get to play with wardrobe in a way that is very cool. Like what have been some of the amazing kind of fashion Santa well, outfits? Well, the, the, the ensemble that I, or the actual outfit for the, when I went viral in 2015 was um, Barbados pants. I think it was... Uh, a Burberry jacket, a coat, and it was, um, uh, who I forget, Tom Ford, maybe for the jacket. Uh, so it was a collaboration of, of different, different designers, all designers though, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and today you're wearing this rockin', you know, red tweed ensemble. Like there's such 
you can have such fun with that fashion that you love so much within this new framework. It's almost like this fashion Santa has given you a very specific framework that is gives you freedom to play with. Well, that's that's a good point. And this is where I think designers or stylists are can have fun with this because, for example, I've collaborated this season with Joseph Tassoni, Canadian designer, a terrific guy, like very, very, very well known here in Canada now and up and coming. Uh, he had so much fun making me three three suits for, for Fashion Santa and my 2018 tour. That's amazing. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's not every day that someone asks you, I need a red velvet suit. But I need it. I need it like in a way that's so fashionable. Exactly. It's not like it's with the big fat black belt around the middle, no, right? Like no, no, no. it's 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 really playing in a in an interesting. There way. could be a belt, a black belt, but it won't exactly. So it might be done on the outside. Who knows? Uh, but I think for desire, from their point of view, and maybe I've start something this this season that you know next season will be someone else, and and the year after that. And then I'll have a whole show at the yeah. museum. <laughs> Wait for the Fashion Santa variety show. It's coming. <laughs> now, we've been we've been throwing around, well, not throwing around, but we've been referencing, you know, Fashion Santa, Fashion Santa. You actually own the trademark. Like yes. you are the only yes. Fashion Santa. Yes. What does that mean to you professionally and personally to have that piece of paper, to have that mark? Well, I think on, on a professional level, I think it's it's a tool that you need for marketing and, and and doing partnerships, initiatives, collaborations, because it's it's a it's a bona fide document that you can sign contracts with. People are not going to be afraid of what's going to be coming their way just in case, you know, what is this? It's not, you know, registered, I think, on that level. But for me, it gave me a little bit of, of uh, a sigh of relief and some comfort that no one can take this from me now. This is mine, and this is what I, you know, I have to uh, collaborate with with other people. But I mean, it was initially my my idea. It feels like it's also kind of like it's your your background in social work. It's your background in fashion. It has memories of your mom entwined. It has this feel good, you know aspect to it. It kind of feels like so many elements of who you are and what you've done professionally came together for Fashion Santa. Yeah. Is that being too no, 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 about it? No, it's, it's an organic kind of um, making, of course. The thing is now, I mean, I did that all on my own with a little bit of help from some really kind people. And I'm not going to discount the first collaboration with Yorkdale. I mean, that was something. Um, but the next step is I'm so excited to get into a room and start brainstorming about possibilities and creating a team and, and being taken serious. I, I hope, you know, after this tour that I have, and, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm determined to make the Americans <laughs> believe in this. <laughs> They'll love you. They'll love you, Fashion Santa. <laughs> uh, that's the next step. And I just can't wait to see, you know, get some really, really clever minds, really, um, uh, and brainstorm. And is this, um, are you working as Paul Mason as well? Like, are you doing other modeling gigs or is like it Fashion Santa full time? So well, to speak? funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was really fortunate to actually land a commercial for um, Paco Rabanne, the Invictus campaign. Oh, amazing. Uh, we shot in, um, in Africa, in Namibia, and it was a very fast shoot, but uh huge production. I think it was like the most costly production of that year Wow! for a fashion brand. That's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was, it was very, very large. 
And uh, so it's coming out in January. And so I'm uh, not Fashion Santa. I'm Paul Mason, the model in that commercial. And it just seems, I think, January, I'm signing a deal with um, American Crew as oh, an, a beard ambassador for them. So I'll go under contract, I think, with them. You're going to be like ZZ Top. You're never going to shave that beard. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> and so what's like, what are, what's your dream for Fashion Santa? Where do you hope this can, can go? Well, as Santa does, Santa needs to tour and Santa needs to travel. So I have to reach now out to, I would like to like be in Europe for the, for the next season. Mm -hmm. If it's only one destination, but I just want, because the story was so well received there. It was received well everywhere in the world, but um, you know, there's are some holiday Christmas pockets, you know, like Russia was nuts over it. The UK couldn't get enough of it. And so if I can, you know, I don't know, spread the message further, that would be amazing for me. That would be great. Will Fashion Santa do things like surf? I mean, you've got a very <laughs> British kind of, you know, aesthetic going on. I think Fashion Santa needs like Bermuda shorts and uh, Fashion Santa goes to Hollywood, well, goes to Hawaii. Well, Hollywood I would like. Because <laughs> then I can get a movie deal. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking, nobody deals in Hawaii, but I, I mean, yeah, no, I would love to do that. I mean, I, I don't know. There's so much ahead, and I think if I'm not the, if I'm not behind it, and and actually, you know, um, have the energy behind it, how can I, how can I make anyone else be behind it? And 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 uh, yeah. So what do you say when there is a small person meeting Fashion Santa that gives you like the curious eye and is like, yeah. like you're not Santa? Like, yeah. how do you how do you walk that delicate well, line? For us speaking now, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have a little line because I thought, you know, what would I say? And I, I think I say, I mean, I look like him, but I don't. I'm not the same shape as him. So why don't I just be part of that, that holiday Christmas family? So I just say I'm his, youngest, his younger brother by about 100 years <laughs> or more or, or a little bit more and about uh, 120 pounds lighter <laughs> or 200 pounds lighter. Have you had kids try to sit on your knee and, no, and give you the... No, 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 no. You know, I get the same reaction as, as the little kitties do with the, with the other son. They start crying immediately. So it's just, you know. Breaks my heart, but oh, I was never a sit on Santa's knee kind of kid. Actually, no one sits on my knee. Uh, it's just one of those things. I think it's good to have boundaries, Paul. That's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I stand on my feet a lot. <laughs> it's the it's the selfie arm, Paul. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see where the fashion Santa sleigh takes you. It's been a pleasure, Don. Thank you so much. If people want to follow you, where can they where can they find? Paul my, Mason or Fashion Santa well, my Instagram, on social. And we're building right now, I say a team of, of like for my website that will be coming out. But for, for the moment, I, I usually get through Facebook and, and Instagram. And is that Fashion Santa? Yeah. No, that's, uh, we're getting that back. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, Paul Mason model for both. Amazing. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. I would love to connect with you on social. You can find me at Fashion Talks Pod on Instagram is the best place. If you have a moment to rate and review Fashion Talks on Apple Podcasts, I would so appreciate it. It helps other people find the podcast. A big thank you to CAFA, the Canadian Arts and Fashion Awards, uh, the producing partner with Fashion Talks. You can find out more about CAFA and all the other things we've talked about today in the show notes. Until next time, thank you so much for joining me. Bye. Bye.